Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. The U.S. state of Florida is now the second highest official coronavirus case count in America, passing New York. California has the most official cases at more than 440,000. And now Florida is being reported as having over 414,000 cases. Joining us on the line now, Brian Nelson, former CNN anchor and correspondent based in St. Augustine, Florida, to help break down what these latest numbers look like. Uh, Brian, welcome to the show. Uh, Doesn't look good for Florida at this point, does it? No. Good morning, Glenn. It's great to be with you again. No, it doesn't look good at all. Just a few weeks ago, Florida was boasting about how well its uh, numbers were doing. And now it has become almost a national poster child for how not to treat a pandemic. One out of every 52 Floridians is now infected with the virus. And the state's intensive care units are being pushed to the brink. Some over capacity and the unemployment system overwhelmed. And the tourism industry, which you know, uh, the underbeds, everything in Florida is a shambles. So let me give you a few numbers. Sure. Today in Florida, 436,000 cases. And that's an increase of almost 12,000. Wow. There are about 6,000 deaths. That's another increase of about 126. This is just one day. Mm. Weekly, the new cases, 76,000. And the new deaths this week, 856. So this is really, really getting exponentially worse. And if you take a look at uh, Miami-Dade, where that is basically the the heart of the worst of everything. The total positive cases down there are 107,000. Total right. deaths almost 1,400. Brian, these numbers, I mean, it almost gets to a point where some of these numbers hardly register anymore. They're, they're just, they're compiling so quickly. And of course, this is one thing we have known across Asia since mm-hmm. the early days. It, it, it only takes a few days to double numbers when it comes to this uh, particular coronavirus. Uh, one of the troubling statistics I saw were the hospitalizations in Florida are up 79%. Yeah, I mean, this is just crazy, right? I mean, what is that doing to your health care yeah. system? Well, in three weeks, it's gone up that high. Which uh, So what's happening is about 50 of the hospitals across Florida have reached intensive care capacity. So they've got no ICU beds available. Now, eight of those are in Miami-Dade and six in Broward County. Those are both adjacent down in South Florida. Mm. Now, there's another 42 hospitals across the state with a spread of about 10% before they, too, reach capacity. So uh, yesterday, Nikki Freed, who's the um, Florida Secretary of Agriculture and Consumer Services, she's the only statewide elected Democrat in Florida. Mm. She held a call with uh, healthcare workers, and they were telling her that they're struggling to provide personal protection equipment, some complaining that some of the safety corners are being cut to stretch supplies. So this happened back in March yeah. and is now recurring, it has not been corrected. Mm. And, you know, this boggles the mind as we sit here in Asia and see the U.S. imploding, you know, under the weight of COVID-19 there. I mean, there are a few success stories around the U.S., but especially in the South Mm -hmm. and the West, uh, the news is mostly bad. Florida especially Mm -hmm. has a very high percentage of retirees, senior citizens, people that we have been told are in the absolute crosshairs of being the most vulnerable. And it's my understanding that a lot of the the infections and illness are among that older population as well. 
Well, yes and yes and no. I'm starting to see some evidence of younger people. I think I just saw a child of nine years old die from mm. coronavirus. Wow. And so, yes, yes, the uh, the elderly population is certainly uh, at biggest risk, and that's why you see uh, the numbers much higher down in Miami-Dade, where there's a lot of retirees. And you see it over in a place called The Villages, which is up in north-central Florida. It's starting to infect that area as well. Now, but I, it's, I, it's, it's going everywhere. I mean, it's in our town. It's uh, up in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And it's just spreading right throughout the state. I was going to say that that's interesting that you mentioned the villages because that is an, a retirement community of over 30,000 people. I mean, they have their own Walmart. They have their own restaurants. It's literally its own mm-hmm. self-contained city. Uh, and so one would assume if it starts to spread through a community like that, a community where people drive golf carts around versus driving their cars, that would be a really hard thing to stop as well, uh, among many other places, of course, that would be impacted in Florida. Oh, yeah. It's very difficult. Our, our community itself here has had some elderly people go into the hospital. And luckily, our, our, our community is, in, is made up of people who are very aware of the dangers and uh, keep their distance. But, there, you know, I was going to mention this to you. There's a lot of politics involved in this, as you, uh, sure. you personally are, are probably well aware. And so it's been a badge of honor for some people who have been heeding President Trump's advice to not wear a mask. And so that's where a lot of the, the rise in COVID-19 infections is, seems to be coming from. For example, just here in, uh, in Florida, DeSantis, the governor, mm-hmm. won't mandate a mask, but he has been seen wearing one. Individual towns are there forced to uh, mandate mask usage. And so our town, St. Augustine and St. Augustine Beach has done so. The grocery stores uh, will, will sometimes do that themselves. One grocery store held off and saying it would not require it. And then I think the blowback was so, so strong, it turned that around in, in, in the matter of a day. It, it's a mosaic, and my wife and I were out in... Uh, Central Florida earlier this week, went to a small diner in a small town, and they had a sign on the door that they they are going to follow social distancing, but there wasn't a mask in the restaurant. Wow. Anywhere. Wow. Unbelievable. Nowhere. We're talking with Brian Nelson, a former CNN anchor and correspondent based in St. Augustine, Florida, about Florida now becoming the number two state uh, with the highest uh, count of coronavirus cases uh, in America. And and Brian, uh, as you see this politics play out, of course, the governor, Ron DeSantis, a Republican, strong supporter of Donald Trump. Um, He was one of the early, your state was one of the early ones that said, hey, we're going to reopen. There were kids at spring break down on the beaches. And Mm -hmm. then, of course, they travel into Florida from all over the country and then travel home. Uh, We saw uh, transfer rates happening across the U.S. from people that were in Florida uh, and the beaches. Now, one interesting political thing that happened just in the last couple of days was President Trump had said that Jacksonville would host some of the Republican National Convention activities in August, and he has now backtracked on that, saying that he will not do that. Maybe some, somewhat of a reprieve for the city of Jacksonville and Florida itself, that thousands of people will not be coming into the state uh, for that convention. What do we know about that? Well, you've, you've, you've hit it right on the head, and this is a major political embarrassment for both Trump and DeSantis. First of all, 
you'll recall that the city of Charlotte, North Carolina, was hosting the Republican convention, and the governor pushed back on there being uh, an open policy, no masks, uh, and full press convention as you're traditionally used to. Yeah. And the president uh, said, no, I'm going to, if you're not going to do it my way, I'm going to put it somewhere else. And he selected Jacksonville. And that is when I'm told, in, I saw in the Washington Post that DeSantis had told Trump at the time that masks wouldn't be required mm. at the convention in Jacksonville. So that worked out fine. Then they came to the, the question of hotels, testing, social distancing, that came back to a, a policy where everybody attending the convention would have to be tested and temperature checked. But here's the interesting thing that I, um, that shows you, perhaps this wasn't well thought out. Party <laughs> officials said the plan was to send the test results away for processing in the mail. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Yikes. So then they, then they decided they were going to go to an outdoor tent. This is concurrently. They were going to move things to an outdoor tent. And then finally, with an hour's warning, Trump canceled it this week. And he said, I have to protect the American people. That's what I've always done. That's what I always <laughs> will do. That's what I'm about. Well, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm, I'm thrilled. I mean, this is just up the, up the road. And I've talked to some neighbors here. and They're thrilled as well. Yeah. Um, Jacksonville has had often as many as 700 cases in one day recently. Wow. It currently has a total of about 18,000. So this is, it's a hotbed up there, and you don't want anybody going in there and then coming down looking for hotel rooms down in our neighborhood. Sure. Just a bad scene. Yeah. Brian, you know, we see so much coverage overseas here of of the people that are protesting masks and protesting social distancing, etc. But I know that there is a groundswell of people across America who are trying to do the right thing, uh, people in Florida as well. And, and you alluded earlier to the fact that many of the people you know are, you know, practicing good, good uh, social distancing, wearing masks, that sort of thing. Do you feel like there is a, mm-hmm. a change in the attitude of people perhaps maybe just in Florida, because that's what you can see, and or more broadly across the U.S. to try to acknowledge that they need to do the right thing now to help stop this? Well, you know, that's that's very interesting. I think people are coming face to face with a fact that can't be spun. Hmm. We've lived through three or four years now of uh, a a non-fact-based reality when it comes to politics, and so, but you cannot spin something like the coronavirus. The, there are people in the hospital. That includes your mom, your, your grandmother, your child, your sister. They're there. And so th- this has taken a while to settle in, but people have begun, and I've seen the change, wearing masks on a much greater basis than I've ever seen it. Still, there are some holes. And it um, depends where you are, even, even in a populated area, there are people who still refuse to wear them. Uh, some, they just forget them one day. And I, I know we had a contractor come in the other day, and he said, oops, sorry, i got to go back to my car, I forgot my mask. It's yeah. one of those things you do all the time. But I think there is a turnaround here that people are realizing this is pretty serious, and there is a bit of a drumbeat coming out of the CDC that says wear the mask it is effective. Yeah. Well, let's hope that more people will pay attention to that. Our thanks to uh, Brian Nelson, the former CNN anchor and correspondent based in St. Augustine, Florida, now uh, with that update on what's happening across Florida with COVID-19. We appreciate your time today, Brian. Good to talk to you, Glenn. Take care. Bye.
To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.